currently 58 degrees in Appomattox, 57 in Amherst, Salem, and Roanoke, 58 in Danville, 57 in Bedford, and in Lynchburg. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. The other thing my wife does that drives me bananas, I'll ask her where she wants to eat, and she will say to me, oh, I don't know, you pick. Yeah, you're familiar? <laughs> then I pick, then she winces and says, can we not go there? <laughs> yeah, we cannot go there. In fact, here's the magic of communication. We can go to exactly the place that you want to go. All you have to do is say what it is. <laughs> Why are we playing a crazy game right now? I'm hungry. <laughs> So, so very familiar. I, I think it is. I think it is to most people. We hardly ever go out to eat. We don't go out to eat. Very well, you often. cook so well. Well, my husband's theory is, if we go out to eat, it needs to be better than I can get at home. Which, but who see, who serves pr- pepper jelly? <laughs> I mean, come on. There's not a restaurant in town that serves pepper jelly. They probably they probably don't. Who, I did. who serves sausage balls? There's not a restaurant in town. <laughs> I'm going to open a restaurant. That's what I'm going to do. And, you know, the other thing is, it's just so expensive to eat out right now. They're raising food, like they raise the food tax in Amherst. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They just raise that up. Get used to it. It's going to keep going up. I know. I'm afraid of that. When all the capital improvements are done, Mm -hmm. it never goes back down. Yeah, that's always the case, isn't it? They always say, this is why we're doing it, but but then it never goes back down. Just like gas taxes. All right. Uh, What are they going to do with electric cars when they come in? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to drive mine until the wheels fall off. That's what I'm going to do. But uh, a restaurant in uh, fired back at a New York Times columnist, David Brooks, after he complained about the cost of his meal, saying this is why America thinks the economy is terrible. He he showed a photo of uh, hamburger fries and said this meal cost me $78 at the Newark airport. This is why the economy is terrible, he wrote with a picture that consisted of a cheeseburger fries and what appears to be an alcoholic beverage. So, the restaurant, 1911 Smokehouse Barbecue, pushed back. They said, looks like someone was knocking back some serious drinks. Bar tab was almost 80%, and he's complaining about the cost of the meal. Keep drinking, buddy. We get paid off everything. Yep. Oops. Although, I will say, um, I had a friend who did not get any alcohol, and they still, their their meal for the, but it was for two of them, but it was burgers and fries, and it was like $75. That's Insane. pretty crazy. Insane. Whatever happened to the $5 burger? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. Uh, it's really interesting to me when you when you see things like this. Uh, did he not know that was going to come back and bite him? I mean, come on. Well, you, you know, you, you get what you give. <laughs> They're guessing he ordered two doubles of whiskey, which is about 30 bucks. He, he, could have bought, he could have bought a bottle for that. I know. At the airport. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were talking about, we had that comedian that was uh, that was saying, you know, you're trying to ask your, your wife where she wants to go. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, yeah, anywhere, but let's not go there. So I had I have a friend, and she just turned 40, cause, so a milestone birthday for her. 
And I knew that she went away for her birthday. And she called me this week and I was like, how was your birthday? She said it was horrible. It was absolutely wow. horrible. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean it was horrible? I mean, you didn't you go away? I mean, you 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 went away and, and <laughs> did she have gas station sushi? No. She, so she goes to Richmond with her sisters. Her sisters go with her. And now she is very different from her sisters. Like they they are not cut from the same cloth at all. So already I'm like, how's this going to go? And they told her to bring a dressy outfit. They were going to take her out and, and to, to dress fancy. So she's like, okay. So she gets there and her idea of dressing fancy is like you're going to church, you know, you Go dress, to up, clothes, dress yeah. up a little bit. Uh, and they're like, they're like, no, you know, you need to really dress up. And finally she was like, where are we going? Where are you taking me that I need? They were going to take her to a drag show at a bar. Now, when I tell you that is not my friend's idea of a good time, that is putting it mildly. Oh, well. Wow. I mean, wow, wow. I personally appreciate the artistry of drag, you know, before they start going after our kids. I was completely fine with that. Uh, you know, I, there is a certain artistry to it, I think. Oh, they have great drag shows downtown. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go. Uh, but they I, have them downtown in places that oh, I know. you know you don't take kids. Look, the well, but the, but they also have them at the Academy uh, Center at, for the Arts. Center for the Arts. They're having one for Halloween, and kids are invited. I have a problem with that. I, I just do. They're bringing Kendall back, and they're doing this big, huge show, and and it'll probably be huge, you know. But for this girl, not. Not a good, not a good choice for this girl. That's not how she's wired. At least it wasn't a strip club. Well, there is that. So she immediately says, "Nope, we're not doing that. That's not going to happen." So she picks out a place for them to go to. They interject again, and they're like, "No, this place is closer, and the reviews are great. We're going to go there." They take her to this Hispanic bar, where everything is in Spanish. She says it is wall to wall, shoulder to shoulder. You can't hear yourself think. The, the band is loud. You can't, she couldn't understand anything that was being. This is so not her. She Mariachi was, band, maybe? Uh, well, no. I mean, I think it was pretty hard. This was like a full-blown bar tilt. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. like rage, lights, everything. She, she was so unhappy. They ended up at an IHOP. Trey, you're from Richmond. Where should they have gone? Um, for her, I would have just kept it like you could have gone to Short Pump and gone to like Firebirds, and it's like you know that's very simple. You could have gone. Yeah, she a, a uh, nice restaurant. Uh, she. Was, I mean, she if you wanted to do something tight, she could go to a bar. She. You want to do that. something really nice? You go to the Jefferson Jefferson right. Hotel. What about the Engineers Club? I don't know about that. You, you don't know about the engineers club? Okay. Well, so I'm from Mechanicsville. Should he know about the engineers club? I'm not. I'm not truly from Richmond. I'm from Mechanicsville, which oh, is like right, oh, okay. yeah, right outside north Richmond. of Richmond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hanover but it, County. But it right? is a it's a yes, cautionary sir. tale, though. If you're going to take somebody away for their birthday, you need to make sure pick something they like. Jamaica, <laughs> the Grand Bahamas. 
Well, I mean, maybe you can't afford that, but you still need to do. I think we all have a tendency to fight purchasing something for someone because we love it. I'm going on his birthday trip. That's what I hear like. That's right. Sign me up. Um, Hey, I spent a Christmas there. Oh, yeah? In a chair, in a red suit. Oh, okay. In the Grill Beach at a resort. have Have you been away from home for christmas a lot was that the first no time? that was that was that was the i, I don't l- enjoy going away at christmas I don't but that think was I fun would. and that was a, a kind of a gift would you do it again family maybe yeah it just depends on the circumstances i mean if your whole family's with you i mean i think that would be there were 10 of fine. us and because i did this it was a spur of the moment thing the the jolly old elf guy that they had couldn't do it oh okay and so they it was needed, a gig they needed somebody and they had seen me sitting on the beach the day before and people were coming <laughs> up taking pictures with me santamon santamon so, oh nice yeah, yeah. that's fun that was say, fun i've never gone away for christmas but like my mom will do get uh vacations like the week we'll be gone for new year's but it'll be the week in between before. new year's i don't really have a problem with i, I think i'll be like okay one with of new my year's. favorite gifts maybe ever. even thanksgiving well was, i got invited to a christmas cruise and my wife does not do mrs claus and she had to be mrs claus if we oh. went it was going to be a gift to us it was a 10-day cruise wow it started uh, on the mrs. 23rd claus. and went through the end of the year no problem all the way mrs. through claus. new year's yeah <laughs> she, she she said she would not be mrs claus so we lost out on that so. oh man you should have called me uh no your so your favorite gift was what uh, so my mom gave us, which she presented it in the best way. So she, it was tickets to the Orange Bowl when oh, Virginia okay. Tech was Ooh, playing wow. the Orange Bowl. Yeah. So we went to Miami. Now that's a that's, yeah. a, that's mom a real gift. Thinking about a gift that you would absolutely. Oh, love. my mom's my mom has done a, a great. She's job. great at that. That's but a very thoughtful. The way gift. she presented it was like, guess where you're going? And she literally got an orange and put it in a bowl. Oh, and it ha-ha. took me it took me like ten minutes to figure out what the the gift was. Are kept, you kidding me? Yeah, because I kept saying like bowl of orange oh my lord and then it then it clicked if i if i ever get the cruise thing again janet i'll call you yeah give, should, give me a call i could put that wig on and i would be a jolly and, speaking of weird trey could we got ears we could make trey the elf, elf? Oh. excellent if, for a free cruise i'll do anything uh, <laughs> but uh I, I wouldn't say that if i were you <laughs> good point good point i was gonna say is i shook dennis robin's hand that week too Oh, so, wow. Yeah, he, Big time. I guess, was partying and was at the hotel we were at. You made out like a bandit, my so, friend. Uh, so we're <laughs> having a lot of stories about uh, uh, principals even behaving badly. We've got one when we come back. we got to get to break now. We'll have another Friday Funny on the way as well. You're listening to The Morning Jam. Mark Lamb, a little under the weather. Jeff Taylor sitting in today. Turn on The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. What do you do? This is going to be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. I was out of town all the time. My wife uh, basically took infant boys, we have two of them, she, uh, infant boys through adolescence into adulthood. 
My sons are good husbands, they're good fathers, and they're good citizens, and that's on her. She did an amazing job. He knows who to get About a year into our marriage, I got home from the road one day, and she says, get over here, I need to talk to you. And, uh, and I sit down, and she says, and I'll, don't get angry. Uh, when, nobody knows you better than your wife. So when she prefaces the conversation with don't get angry, she knows you're going to get angry. I mean, and you lie to your wife, okay, I won't, because you want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> so you're already sitting at 50. You're simmering right here. So anyway, she says, when you come home from the road, you disrupt everything in this house. You just, like a bull in a china shop, we have a way of doing things, we have a rhythm to our life here. You come in, you disrupt the entire rhythm. So from here on out, when you come home from the road, don't do anything, nothing. I mean, what do you mean, nothing? Do the outside, do the lawn, do the landscape, but nothing in the house. You okay? I go, yeah. Anyway, she leaves. And I'm sitting there thinking, why did she think I'd get angry at that? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Why would you think you'd get angry at that? I'm I'm wondering if he was ever married to my wife. Well, <laughs> but you know, a lot of Leanne Morgan talks about that too. Her husband, the comedian, her husband travels a lot, and she would say he would be gone, and we would have a ball, and then he would come home and put a damper on everything. <laughs> so for her, it was you know they were partying, and then dad would come home and. You messed ruin, it all up. And then ruin everything. Yep. That's funny. I've been accused of that many times. So, uh, high school principals behaving badly. This um, is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. This is out of Delaware. Two principals at a Delaware high school. I cannot believe they would do this in this day and age. Allegedly. Just think. Just think. Right. Used a security camera image of a student's breast to create a meme that they shared with other staff members. This is, uh, details are coming out because of a new lawsuit. The former Sussex Central High School student, uh, Anya Harmon, told NBC News, I'm still upset and hurt and disappointed. Harmon's family is suing the school's principal, Bradley Layfield, and assistant, assistant principal, Matthew Jones, over an alleged meme that replaced the student's face with Janet Jackson in an apparent reference to the infamous 2004 Super Bowl incident with Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. You all know that story. According to the lawsuit filed this month, Harmon was involved in a May incident in which she witnessed two... So, Harmon is a woman. That makes it even worse in my eyes. Unbelievable. Witnessed two students, one boy, one girl, arguing in the hallway. When Harmon confronted the apparently irate girl involved in the altercation, the other student attacked Harmon. A school employee then stepped in and pulled Harmon away from the altercation, which allegedly caused part of her clothes to come apart and expose one of her breasts. The two administrators then shared the footage with other staff members without blurring and used the footage to create the meme and show other school employees. At least six other people had access to the image uh, of the uh, to the image. The lawsuit says Harmon's attorneys said the complaint alleges invasion of privacy, civil conspiracy, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Those two principals have a bad case of what's known as head uprectomitis. I guess so. Yeah, uh, Tasha White, Harmon's mother, said. Uh, 
that told uh, ABC News word allegedly started spreading throughout the community that the meme existed within a few days. I didn't have any proof it was my daughter, but all the facts started adding up. White said she was called by the district's assistant superintendent eight days later and was asked to schedule a meeting but was never told what it was about. White hired an attorney. By that time, both Layfield and Jones had been placed on administrative leave. Both are still listed as employees on the school website. It's unbelievable. It, I mean, it is unbelievable. I mean, how if if a student did that, can you imagine how much trouble they would be in? It would be considered child pornography. Right. Right. And you know, kids that age are so vulnerable anyway. Absolutely. Because you're self-conscious about everything and 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 then to have it would be bad if if another student did it. But to have your principals do it, both of them? It's got to hurt her self-esteem, obviously. I would think. I would think it would. Uh, the young girl has graduated from school now, started college, and uh, she says the incident still caused distress. Uh, she said, I couldn't process it all uh, right away. After the shock came down, I, I was more angry and hurt and in disbelief. So many emotions... I still have all those emotions. Um, I can't believe they still have their job. That surprises well, me because they obviously some have no judgment. Districts, you can't fire administrators or teachers or anybody. They just have such a strong hold on the system. But you, if you can't be fired for that, I mean, what's it going to take? New York City school system has a school facility that where they send teachers that are on suspension or probation or whatever to the main office that's the running joke but (laughs) some of them some of them are are convicted sex offenders they just can't fire as as school people so see i had never heard that yeah that's really scary school facility where they just go and read all day or or research or study or whatever you know you get computers in a room and you can look up just about anything on the internet these days wow that's that's pretty unbelievable. Is that right, Trey? Mm. I mean, Trey is sitting here playing that sports game still. <laughs> Coming up, we have got uh, we've got your local headlines with WDBJ Seven. Uh, we're also going to be talking with Matt Ferguson. He's going to kind of give us a. He's been taking a look at the storm. He'll give us an idea of really an what's going on. We're going to get an update. We'll get an update from him. Now, some folks have already uh, made some changes. Lynchburg Beer Wine and Cider Festival. They've rescheduled. Uh, if you've got tickets, they will work just fine. Uh, the new date is Sunday, October the 8th. And uh, it's going to be held in the, the same you know, location. I got a notification about that yesterday. So we could break out the ponchos and the boots. But uh, we're hoping the new date will bring us a beautiful, beautiful afternoon with lots of sunshine. And take in the sunshine that's out there right now and get all your stuff done before the rain comes. That's right. And uh, the wind. We don't know about the Smith Mountain Lake wine festival not sure about that uh our understanding is center fest will make a decision uh, after nine o'clock this morning so uh before you plan anything you might want to just you know have that checked out because it uh plan ahead for your weekend right right uh we're also going to talk about this crazy story out of denver 
where the the woman injured five bystanders when she opened up fire outside of Dirk Bentley's Whiskey Row Bar and Restaurant. I just... I, <laughs> and that's why we can't have nice things. Yeah, you are the reason that you can't have nice things. Apparently, she was turned away, and as she walked away a second time after talking with the security staff, she produced a firearm and discharged it in the direction of the club multiple times. Uh, Investigators believe the five victims were not the intended targets. That's entitlement, isn't it? uh Uh-huh. They suffered non-life-threatening injuries. That's the good news, I guess. Apparently, there's some sort of confrontation or verbal altercation. Um, I... Let me I don't in, know. I know. I don't know of any place I've, I'd wanted to get into that much. Um, you know, clubs and, and restaurants like that have want to have a rowdy feel. Right. You know, that's the reason Not they have security rowdy, there. <laughs> so you just have to be careful. They're still looking for, for information. Um, they're concerned about uh, ongoing criminal activity. And... Uh, they're offering some reward money for information. So apparently there's more to that story. I, I wonder if she's still on the loose. I don't know. Um, it says, doesn't say. It doesn't say. Well, no. It says um, the suspect is still out there. Wow. Unbelievable. Holy cow. Don't forget to vote beginning today. Yeah, it is. It's the first day of early Not voting. vote. Vote. Uh-huh. I was going to say, you could go boating after you vote. Right. All right. We'll be back. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Jam. Currently, we have 59 degrees in Lynchburg and Bedford and uh, Roanoke. 60 in Danville, 59 in Amherst, and 59 in Appomattox. It is cloudy in the area. We have Matt Ferguson on the line with us right now to get an update of, of exactly you know what we can expect with this storm that's uh, moving in. Hey, good, Matt. Good morning, Matthew. Give us the lowdown on this low-pressure system. Oh, I'm speaking with Jeff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Good morning, good guys. To you. How are y'all doing? Uh, doing great. Well, you know, I, before we get started here, I just wanted to say I'm so excited to be the meteorologist for the Virginia Talk Radio Network now. It's, um, it's awesome we following my passion it. and being part of the team full time now. Well, Matt, Matthew, you are awesome anyway. I've known you for a while now, and, and you do a great <laughs> well, job. Well, tell thank us what's, what's going on. Um, I mean, some people are already canceling. Um, you know, events for the weekend? Are they jumping the gun, or is that a wise choice? If if it is an outdoor event and rain is going to hinder it, it's probably a good idea to go ahead and just cancel. It looks like pretty much a washout for Saturday. So hmm. here's what's going on right now. We have this storm system just sitting off the coastline of North and South Carolina, and it's getting stronger the winds right now are up to 50 miles per hour, and the Hurricane nice. Center hasn't quite named it a tropical storm yet, but that's likely later today. It would be Tropical Storm Ophelia, and it is supposed to make landfall somewhere around Cape Hatteras 
um, later this evening. So what that means for us, well, today you'll notice that while this morning we do have sunshine this afternoon, the clouds really roll in and it turns mostly cloudy. You'll notice breezes start to kick up around this storm system. So for today, uh, winds up to about 20, 25 miles per hour, especially later this afternoon. Then for tonight, uh, all the football games around the region, for the most part, I believe, especially Lynchburg and points west, they should be dry. But then east of Lynchburg, that's where we will begin to see the rain showers move in first. So the rain starts to develop this evening. It will be light at first. And then as we head through the overnight, that's when the rainfall really begins to pick up. So overnight and through the day on Saturday, rain likely could be heavy at times. And also there is some potential, especially if we get uh, right under one of those heavier tropical downpours, that we could have some localized flooding. So uh, for tomorrow, looking at anywhere between one and three inches of rain around the region, the heaviest rain will be east of Lynchburg, lighter amounts west of Lynchburg, of course, because the storm system is going to be moving through the eastern part of the state. Then on top of that, we have the gusty winds. It's not going to be uh, damaging winds, but I wouldn't be surprised to see winds gusting as high as 35 miles per hour so anytime you have that going on around here, there's always the concern for, will there be a tree come down right. if it does? Right. We lose some power. So that is a possibility as well. And it's also a good idea, especially today before it starts raining, um, get all that furniture outside, maybe your umbrella. Uh, bingo, bingo. Furniture yeah. secured just in case it decides to whip away when those winds really start gusting later tonight. Yeah, it can make things pretty interesting uh, when you start getting those wind gusts. Uh, Matt Ferguson, thanks so much for joining us. We're very excited and honored to have you as our staff meteorologist here on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Take care, Matt. Hope to see you soon. All right. Y'all have a great weekend. You too. You too. Yeah, my, uh, my husband's going to be doing speed mowing today because he's been uh he works shift work and so he's gotta you know make hay when he can and uh he said he was planning on doing it saturday now he's gotta he's just gotta try to get it done we have a huge front lawn oh wow so he's gonna have to try so to get is this a mario andretti type lawnmower that he's using? <laughs> well it's one of the zero turns so uh, yeah, yeah they go fast yeah he can he can get it done i loved my zero turn when i had it you know uh my ex-father-in-law uh we got a, a zero turn for him and he just he did not love it he ended up getting one i didn't know they made them with steering wheels yeah 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 they do they I make zero turns with steering with wheels. steering wheels who knew it's, it's more complicated mechanism it costs more right but uh mine was like great i cut my lawn time by uh, oh my dad loved his you know it took me 25 percent of the time that it normally Right. You know, if it took took two hours, it it took thirty minutes. So when you were so you're not mowing anymore, but when you mowed, did you do? Because some guys get really. I, I worked with a guy one time, and he had a small lawn in in the front of his of his home, beautiful home in Lexington, and it. But it was perfect. It was like one of those. Like, he edged, he fertilized. It looked like fake grass in the front, and he used a clipper, one of the um 
oh, the old-fashioned blade. Right, yeah, the, that's the what wheel, he, wheel mower. Yeah, that's yeah. what he used to cut his lawn because he said they that's that how you got... They golf courses on the greens. That's how you get the perfect cut, he would say, with that. My husband does the whole um, baseball field thing. Yeah, or, crisscross. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, and four it, different directions. And he loves it. He's so proud of it. Uh, no, I, you know, one year my lawn turned brown and I, my wife actually got me to spray it green. So <laughs> that's as close as I got ever. Didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here's something you might want to take notice of. Of course, we're seeing more and more uh, COVID rearing up. There is a new uh, COVID strain. Uh, a lot of people are, are dealing and, with it. And they can't get the vaccines at a lot of the places around town. Right. Yeah. And of course, that's recommended. We had Dr. Harbaugh and he said, you know, if you're if you're older or if you're immune, immune suppressant, you know, <laughs> that if you're pushing 80, it's good to to go and, and get that. So get are they the having vaccine. trouble? Yeah. Yeah. The um, you know, uh, every year because I do what I do at the little Petri dish just sitting in my lap, I get right. I get my flu shots and everything. And and they said we they couldn't give me a covid vaccine because they couldn't get it. Wow, now so. that's the first I've I've heard of that. Uh, fortunately, this isn't as as dire a strain. Yeah, but they're trying to get the new version of the covid that's supposed to have come out the 15th of of September. Right. So it's a newer version. Well, something else that they're doing is uh, as of Monday, you'll be able to get those free COVID tests again. Yep. Where yep. you can sign up for those. Um, Through the post office. Right. Starting uh, Monday, you'll be able to visit covidtest.gov and request a four test package to be sent to your home free of charge. Um, it, it's not clear how long it'll take to get them. Um, but uh, they, a lot of people are saying, can you use your old COVID test in the meantime? Check them for an expiration date. If they haven't expired yet, you're, you're good. But if they have expired, don't throw them out yet. They have on that website a list of expiration date extensions Yes. for some of those tests. Yes. I've, I've knock on wood, haven't had it. I've tested. Yet, so. Every time I've tested, turned out negative. Yeah. So, so that's a good thing. Um, will the test work on COVID variants? That's another question that people are asking. Yes, it will. Uh, some tests perform better than others with the strains of the virus that are currently going around. Um, the tests you can order starting on Monday are the ones that detect the current circulating variants best. But if you want to see if your old test still works, you can go to that and, uh, and it'll give you the extension. Roll the dice covidtest.gov that's where you can can go in and get those tests not a bad idea and to it have might them on not hand. keep you from getting covid but it won't it won't be so bad it won't affect you as badly as it could right and there you know i've got a couple of friends dealing with with the long covid that's it's not fun it's some bad i have another uh, girlfriend who got covid and one of her favorite things was chocolate she loved chocolate to this day chocolate still smells and tastes like garbage to her mm. like she can't it, it just didn't go away it lasted i love dark chocolate i love she used some to. dark chocolate she used to love it but not anymore when we come back we'll take a look at the lighter side of news as it's hard to believe we are getting ready to wrap up the show today uh mark lamb's been under the weather but uh, jeff taylor is sitting in with us and we're glad he is thank, thank you for you. joining us 
Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam. I love the diversity here. I go to a big church in Fairfield, California, a very diverse church. And if you're not comfortable in a church like that, don't worry about heaven. You're not going. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what heaven's going to be like. All of God's children around the throne speaking Spanish. It's going to be beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, he named his son Jesus. That was in the book. (laughs) He didn't name him Jeffrey. He didn't name him Jamil. He named him Jesus. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of Latinos in the Bible. They don't teach this most Sundays. You got to read between the lines. <laughs> Moses was very Mexican. Come on, who else get a bunch of people across the river to the promised land? <laughs> so true. So funny. So true. <clears throat> he goes through like all of them. He goes through the like all the biggies in the Bible, explaining well, why they're all Latinos. Well, Jesus is not just in the Bible. He's in the Torah, which right? is Jude. Yeah. He's in the Quran, which is Islamic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's mentioned more in the Quran than Muhammad is. Wow. So isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's something I learned when we had to study religion in huh. high school. Was that that is. That's very interesting. You studied religion in high school. Yep. Yep, sure did. In what class? Oh, in, at my church. Oh. Okay. At the United Methodist Church of Martinsville. Okay. So. So that's where that I think I think that's a good thing. Our youth group, you okay. know. Okay. So not in school school in No, like but we a, had, you a, had a weekly classes, intensive sure. hour long study of hinduism and Taoism, so and, you could understand other yeah, yeah, religions yeah, yeah that's that's valuable and what's really interesting a lot of the uh, japanese uh, commanders uh higher ups like captains of submarines and that sort of became shaolin priests after huh. the war because I, they wanted to pacifism i'm reading uh, a book about cary grant right now yeah um written by diane cannon mm-hmm. uh, his his wife right and it's and it's very interesting. Apparently, he was very interested in all religions. Yes, he was very much a seeker when it came to, and even tried LSD in a like a study. It was in a controlled, controlled environment situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he said, you know, one of the reasons that he did that was because he he felt like at that time he understood God better in that state than than anything else it was interesting what was that there's another interesting book out right now matt gutman the abc uh, senior national correspondent he he did some of those things too because he was having panic attacks oh and he, he wrote a book called no time to panic and uh it's on it's on you know the oprah book club list now right. it's on everything but but uh, he's he's been going around talking about his book. But, you know, that's one of the things I noticed because I had reporters that worked for me that had panic attacks sometimes and just couldn't couldn't talk. They, wow. they couldn't move. It would just take their breath. It would take yeah. it would take everything in their being just to 
to be on and you don't not think a about great it. feature when you're a reporter well you know when you look it's... in the camera you got to think one person and that's what you've got to do to get it done when you look in the camera and think of thousands of people watching you that, right. that sets in the panic that creates a panic thing and it's a confidence thing they they had confidence issues but people who have panic attacks have confidence issues and and he went through a, a prescribed study with with what what the mushrooms the magic oh, yeah, mushrooms yeah. and some mm-hmm. of the other things but it was a prescribed thing that he went through uh with i've a had some interns uh freeze up uh, like on the air yeah uh, but it's the same thing i mean when when you're Stage on the radio fright. You, fright. you see look when i was singing and and especially when i when i was traveling and singing and we would go and do big venues even though now a couple of times i was the front person like when we would open for people like but when i did happy birthday usa when i was in high school i mean fifty thousand people would be would be there and i would literally get sick before i went on the stage did the whole show and then i would get sick afterwards i was fine during the show so people react differently if any of you have not heard janet sing you need to i've worked with janet on a few shows and and you are a phenomenal singer you produce wonderful shows i'm glad you make me a part of those i'm very pleased and and thankful for that thank you very much i want to thank you we've got one coming up october the 14th Yep, we sure do it's going to be very very scary yes it's called (laughs) these haunted hills and some of the stories are very scary are we um, going to sing the Monster Mash? Uh, no, we do. We do have some neat songs. We're, here, some of the songs that we're doing. Okay, Andrea Plunkett's coming. She's got an amazing voice. We have a a, a group of women that are coming to do the Chain Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah, chain. that'd be great. Yeah, very haunting. Um, and it's the Highway Women's version of the Chain. So we got we're doing that. And you get really good women singers. I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, they're, they're very good. talented. Now Andrea's going to be doing uh, a song called uh, "I Put a Spell on You." You know that classic, Ooh, yeah. Because you're mine. Spell on you. And she's going to kill that song. Um, we've got some classic songs uh, like uh, "Long Black Veil." One of the one of the men. Uh, Patrick, who has done Smoke on the Mountain, he's going to be doing Long Black Veil. We have The Ghost of Eli Jones. That's a new song that probably a lot of people haven't heard, but that is a fantastic song. And I wrote a song for this show, and cool. it's about it's be Belle fun. Ganesse. Oh, wow. You know who Belle Ganesse is? Serial killer. Yeah. And uh, and it's it's called... Um, the, the the devil's own daughter is the so, name of the song so give the date and the time and the place it's again o- it's october 14th it's going to be at second stage in amherst there's one show only and what time? a lot of tickets have sold already uh 6 p.m and there's going to be a poor boy supper beforehand uh that's uh, catered by sandy's uh, board life she's doing the catering for the poor boy supper which is only five bucks 10 bucks all you can eat five bucks come get dinner and watch a show dinner yes, and a show dinner and a show and you're supporting local theater you can go to second stage amherst dot uh, org and you can get your tickets there you can also find live from rose ridge on your facebook page and get details that way but we're going to have a good time linda gentry's coming and doing storytelling oh man she's amazing she's something else isn't she yeah. i love me some linda yeah she's doing uh sop doll she's we've doing known that each story. other a long long time she she's is wonderful. amazing she's she's going to be so good One of the best show. stage managers i've ever met yeah and she's a great actress and singer oh, too. absolutely yeah, yeah. Uh, well, before we go, 
Uh, here's some a look at some of the, the headlines that people are talking about. You know, there's a lot of pet scams going on right now. You see these people on Facebook saying, oh, I found this dog on Ward's Road and he's injured and bump this post so we can find the owner. So we're seeing a lot of that. And they're doing the same thing in other cities, you know, around the, the country. And they want you. That's a scam. Don't do it. Don't bump it. They're trying to get, you know, access to your friends and all that. Uh, this fraudster took the pet targeting to a whole new level. This is out of St. George, Utah. Uh, Scott Danici recently experienced an attempt when a scammer posing as a representative from St. George Animal Shelter falsely claimed to have found his lost cat, George. The imposter demanded money for the cat's return. Donanichi grew suspicious and confirmed with the actual shelter that his pet had not been located. That's a very cruel scam. That's cruel. Too. Absolutely. Because I lost my dog, Buddy, and then it, it did not end well with Buddy. I'm sorry. And it's, it's, it, was, it was awful. You loved Buddy. I remember that. Oh, my word. I love that dog. It still upsets me. Uh, so to bring that hope to somebody, and then to, that was terrible. He said, I was elated, then afraid, and I was scared, thinking, wow, this could really be George. And then as the story went on, reality set in, and I was like, yeah, this isn't what it is. Um, Donanichi later reported another attempt by scammers to the police. They're trying to identify the suspects and emphasize that animal shelters never request money for pet reunions. Um, if you put those signs out, though, they've got access to your phone number and they'll ne call and lie to you. Never, never answer a phone number you do not know. But if you've got a missing pet, though, and you've yeah, got signs that people are going to be more likely to do let that. Let them leave a message. Right. That's true. Yeah, you can always, and you can you always do, do that. do that in your voicemail. Say, if you don't leave a message, I will not call you back. Yeah, I probably need to do that. Although people know if they need to get me, they need to text me because... I'm You're not, a texter. I, I am when it comes to, especially if it's important. If it's important, then I need you to, you know, go ahead and get that to me. My son is going to school starting in January to learn how to be a master dog trainer. So he's going to do search and rescue. The I mean, he'll, he'll learn everything. He's going to Harmony, North Carolina. It's a very wow. intensive study. Um, and he's Good he's for very, him. I know. We're excited about it. Uh, they'll be able to play, train police dogs and and all that stuff Mom sniffing drug sniffing yeah all of that uh, i don't know if he's going to learn cadaver searching yes i don't know uh, hopefully he'll be able to find out where his niche is going to be a uh, canadian dog i don't know if he'll be teaching this skill he has an unusual skill uh it earned him a guinness uh, world record he removed 21 socks from the feet of volunteers in one minute that's impressive <laughs> That without a, without taking a toe off, I guess it's an Australian Shepherd. They're really smart. Yeah, but that that's that's a that's a skill. Yeah, dogs he got skills. He removes socks from the feet of eleven women seated in a line. Oh, eleven women, not uh, not men. Hmm. Right. Wonder he, if it nips men. Maybe. Uh, he did twenty socks the first attempt, twenty one the second attempt, and uh, oh, that's pretty funny. Although there have been times when it would be handy to have a dog that could take my sock off. It's amazing what uh, <laughs> Guinness will give a world record to. They'll give it to anything. Sometimes I'm I'm a, a little bit surprised. I know some people who uh, who hold Guinness world <laughs> records. Do you? Do you know anybody? 
Brett they, Sharp. They, they don't brag about it, I don't think. Brett Sharp has a, a Guinness World oh, really? Record, a hugging record. Oh, really? I don't know if oh, it's still cool. standing. Uh, That's interesting. He said it at the I remember Salem this. Fair. I remember this at the Salem Fair. He went off to do it. Yes. Yep, he sure did. Well, Jeff Taylor, so much fun. Thank you, Jeff. Having it's you been here. A ball. It has been a good time. We'll hope you have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you Monday. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA FM, Greta Danville.